Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Is It Just Me? It's that podcast where we talk about utter nonsense and somehow it's the most important stuff you'll ever ponder in your life isn't that right james here here yes i'm james williams yes that's my host my (laughs) co-host my host (laughs) my boss my pod husband james williams and this is me i'm joe elvin i think i still remember my name i've had quite the weekend which we might talk about in a minute you've got to talk about that weekend (laughs) i'm not letting you not talk about your weekend you miss owning the royal wedding it's not like i got married it It feels like it I feel like, I mean, I was watching it in a pub and people who know you by association to me were starstruck that you were there. They were like, oh my God, it's Joe. I knew Joe. Well, we'll get all to that in a minute. But we've got an amazing um, guest star with us today. One of my absolute favourites, star of stage, screen, Hollywood, television, W1A, Guardians of the Galaxy. And currently, as we speak, starring in Nightfall in the West End, up west, it's the uber-talented... And even lovelier, Ophelia Loverbond. Hi! Hello. Hello. It has to be lovely with a name like that. And no, it feels like can... a pressure. Is it a burden? <laughs> no, people... They, I mean, it, they... sounds like, it sounds like a Bond. It's amazing. Sort of heroine. It's either, well, it could be a Bond heroine or a Bond villain, or it's people I've, in LA thought it sounds like a Disney character. Yeah. They all think it's made up. And none of them ever... I always had to get my driver's licence to show that it's real. You must have had impossibly glamorous parents. No. <laughs> they Aww. must have been. No, they're, lo- they're, they're great. Glamorous isn't a word I'd use. Just just um, inventive. Yeah. <laughs> That's glamorous. Yeah. Who, are you, yeah. who are you named after? Ophelia from Hamlet. It is, yeah. The one so, who kills herself. So, <laughs> cheery. But you were destined to be an actress then with that. I think, then? yeah. I, I couldn't not be, really. Yeah. I think my mum must have known. Maybe I was delivering soliloquies in the womb or something. Or was it always about acting for you from someone you can remember? Are you, well, my first ambition, I wanted to be Superman. <laughs> Naturally. That was my first, I was I wanted convinced. to be a cowboy when I was about six. Yep, six. Yeah. six I wanted, yeah. to be, wanted to be Wonder Woman, so we could have worked out <laughs> quite well. Yeah, that would be quite a good time. We were so gender fluid before well, I was born. Yeah. Weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> the game. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that was stayed with me for quite a long time. I really did insist. Well, what, what made the dream die? Um, I don't know, the dream is dead. Still <laughs> might achieve it one day. Did you have to be, were you one of those kids who had to be talked off roofs about to jump off when you came? 
No, but I did have to be talked off stages that didn't belong to me. Like, I think there was some kind of pantomime. <laughs> that, I think Michael Barrymore was doing some kind of panto somewhere in Wiltshire, and I just and I answered a question, was asked up on stage to kind of be clapped at, and then wouldn't leave the stage. And just he was trying to get on with the next part of the thing, and I was just running around backstage, and my mum was like... <laughs> And I just kept screaming, I am Superman, I am Superman. I think therein lies the secret of Ophelia's acting success. Just get on that damn stage. Exactly. Don't and get off until they just give you a part. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. That's right, that's right. So maybe it was always about acting. Then I wanted to be a dancer, so I was decided that was my whole life for a few years. And then when I was 10, I realised, oh, I'm an actor. So when you say dancing, what kind of dancing? Ballet, I did lots of ballet. Okay, oh. you... <laughs> Doesn't mean I was very good, just because I did it. But better than me. <laughs> um, I loved it, yeah, but my sister was more the dancer. But yeah, I was 10 years old and just. That seemed really strange. If I, if I were to meet a 10 year old now and they said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an actor, that's what I'm going to do, you kind of think, oh, that's sweet, they're into a nice hobby, that's lovely. You wouldn't take them seriously. You yeah. kind of underestimate how determined a 10 year old can be. I kind of envy you though, because I used to hate the question when I was growing up, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because I'd get really stressed because I just didn't know. A lot I of my no friends still feel clue. that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm always trying to tell kids and my daughter is yeah. that a lot of people don't know for a long time and you just sort of like suddenly realise mm. one day you wake up and you've pieced together that you've got a passion here and a passion there and somehow it all mm. kind of comes together. But it's it's rare to know what you want to do I think it's, when you're young. Uh, yeah, I think I was really lucky in that aspect because yeah. then you can... You I mean you can still do lots of other things, but you know always that's kind of the super objective that you that you've got in the back of your mind. So even if you, I went to uni and did English, but I always knew I'll do that and satisfy that. But I know I want to. So how how did you make it happen then? Obviously, there was a huge amount of visualization going on there. Yeah. If you knew from an early age what your dream and your passion was, what do you think was the thing that made it happen? I think. That I, I don't even know if it would have been a kind of a conscious visualisation when I was that young. I mean, now it certainly is. I know when people always ask David Beckham, how do you get the penalties when you're under so much pressure? Because I've done it thousands of times in my mind. I think it's there is a lot to be said for that. But I think just knowing that that's what I wanted to do and just and not being going to auditions and not being knocked off my perch when I didn't get them, just understanding instinctively very young, this is part or part of it. And it's not kind of, you're going to go, oh, you've got to deal with the rejection. I think I just realised quite young, it's not a case of they don't like you, you're no good, you're being rejected. It's just, it's not the right fit. It doesn't mean you are never the right fit. It's just in this occasion. I think I just had that kind of steely determination. That's such maturity as well. That's astonishing. In a way, it makes sense because the odds are always against you, aren't they? The truth is, one person gets that part. Yeah. You know, versus how many people don't get the part. So, I guess if you look at it that way rather than just thinking, oh, I'm awful, I'm terrible, which is, are we talking about this a lot? You always think it's about you and it's often just not, it's not as personal as always, and it's not personal. When you've been in, uh, sometimes I've been sitting with producers when I'm already filming something and they're kind of, um, casting another another role maybe a, a kind of smaller role for something that's just in one scene and you have witnessed how quickly they make those decisions and they mm. just sometimes they I shouldn't say this but <laughs> they don't even watch the whole tape sometimes it's just a, it's a look because it's just one scene and the look is more important than mm. a lot of stuff they often watch them on silent so they can get 
and you kind of think, I don't want to see that process, but it's, it's very clear that it isn't about, it's not personal. Yeah, it's, but it's also probably quite instinctive, isn't it, as well? Mm. And, you know, it's a bit like going on a date with somebody. You know within the first 30 seconds if you fancy them. And I guess it's a probably, it's a similar thing maybe you applied to casting directors. <laughs> they probably yeah. know they're right for a part very quickly. I think, yeah, Nina Gold in an interview recently, she, um, a newspaper, she was talking about that. She said it's not, it, it must feel so, so personal, but it, it's just this kind of, Jennifer Quiet, it's just yeah. the kind of why do you bother auditioning people? It's not it's almost not to see are you any good. It's just is this something here that is gonna that's who the person is. Yeah. That there they are. How has the whole sort of FaceTime Skype thing changed that process for you guys? It's I think it's great. Loads of actors don't like it. I mean it is strange when you have to do self tape and then you have to edit it yourself because that is not a situation I think is conducive to being creatively free when you're having to examine your own performance immediately after giving it and yeah. then sending it off into the ether. That's not maybe not the most healthy thing to have to do, but it does mean that you can audition for something on the other side of the world and you land the part and then days later you're flying to New York to yeah. shoot a TV show. I mean, that just wouldn't have happened. Because in the olden days, presumably yeah. if you did want to audition for that part, would you have had to fly yourself there? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that is amazing if you think about it in terms of opportunities being opened yeah. up. Or what, and what, why there's so much more... T- people that cross the pond now because of that I think it's great I remember doing an audition so I did a self tape and then I got a recall and we had to set up the laptop next to the camera and then the director was giving me direction via Skype while we filmed it and you know you can become quite creative with that because you can keep in their reactions in the tape you don't edit them out because you're kind of going look the director found it really funny just kind of you can become quite creative you can if that's if that's the situation being put in, then make the most of it. But also, you're, you're suddenly a video editor as well as an actor. Oh, I've, I've made so many iMovies with your birthdays. <laughs> My friends Hendu, I made a big kind of movie, thing on iMovie with all the different sounds and kind of theme tunes. It's just, yeah, you have a dab hand. You're fleshing out that CV. Yep, yep. <laughs> Watch out, Coppola. <laughs> and so tell us what you're doing at the moment. You're on stage at the moment. So I'm doing a play at the moment, yeah, called yeah. Nightfall at the Bridge Theatre. Um... We finished this Saturday. Is that, is that different than the bridge um, scuzzy le- leisure centre near my house? <laughs> a week, a There's week not a, a really tour, horrible though. kiddie pool attached to it. Is <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> a different place. It's a different place. It's Good. a different place. I mean, the Thames is right there, if you would fancy that. But. Okay, nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see that video last week of the guy who fell in? Oh, my Thames? God. It was so brilliant. How? Where? From? He, um, I don't know. I, I guess if you Google, man sliding downstairs <laughs> into the Thames. Well, it looked like they were trying like, to go in. They were sort of taking half... Way through taking their tops off, and yeah. then obviously they were walking down these sort of slightly muddy steps towards the Thames, and I think he just slipped and just slid into. Uh, the, I mean, I, I'm, it was brilliant. I'm not proud to say I'm there anytime anyone wants to show me videos of people falling over. Me Why too. is that so I can't funny? Help it. it never gets old. There's this one video of, of a compilation of models falling over on the catwalk. Oh no! That I must have seen about. <laughs> A hundred times at this point, and I'm like, I tear up laughing every yeah. time I watch it. It comes up on my Facebook memories because I put it on Facebook. I need that in my life. How, how, how have I missed that? I like it when it's just, when it, I mean, when it's just people in the street. I mean, for myself included, when you fall over, there's something that's so, so. You, as long as they're not, you know, mortally wounded, yeah. then anything, anything that you can get up from again is hilarious. Yeah, or, 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 or particularly yeah. old. 
I, yeah. I, I feel like I have a cut-off point where it's not funny. No, not... You, you, no one would see a really old person falling over, but... It's when you see... The, there was a guy... Well... With a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, yeah, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. It's when they pop up. It's when... Yes, they, they try they, to pretend... Yeah, well, you, 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 st- you style it out. You've got to style it out. You laugh yourself. You cannot don't... style that out. You just <laughs> fell over in the middle... Of, there was a guy from London Bridge. He slipped over, but he kind of fell almost four times it kind of got progressively oh, worse amazing. He, oh. and, he, and he was right in front of me and he was wearing a suit and he was this very kind of well-to-do man and he just I think he was mortified I was like you what because you're right and he was like, yeah no what I wouldn't <laughs> I didn't I wasn't like I, I mean I did see I don't understand what yeah. you mean you didn't what fall over right in front of me no, I think it's a laugh that's how you, you laugh at yourself then you look like a slightly if you don't maniacal yourself, person yeah. but I think you have to. If you're on your own, you have to laugh. Just enjoy the time down there before mm. you get up again. Just, yeah. just make a thing of it. It mixes up the day. <laughs> I suppose. It was pretty embarrassing the day I tripped over my own trouser leg. <laughs> that was bad. The day. It's gone down in history. Well, yeah. and it ended up in the back of an ambulance. <laughs> oh, was, yes. I know. There was no styling that one. No, out. it really <laughs> wasn't. There was no pretending that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> That went south very quickly. <laughs> you, you normally want a wedge since I don't think, Joe, have you? I have not. No. Or a flared trouser. No, no it's a deadly combination. <laughs> a flare. flare. I don't want a flare like, How did anyone away. survive the 70s? Um, anyway. Yeah, sorry. Back before. <laughs> you know us. I was staying on topic. Speaking of foot, we were talking about falls. <laughs> night falls. And now we've gone back to night falls. Yeah. You not see? really, but we yeah. brought it back nice. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well no, I meant to do that all along. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was um. It was. It's just. It's just. It's really strange. It's not. There's no falling over. Maybe I should add some falling over. Oh, How do you, see. Do you... oh well, I'm out then. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not for us. I have. You know. That's like that's false advertising. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but if it, you seem to do quite a good job of balancing TV and film and theatre. Is that true to say? I, I mean, like maybe it's maybe it looks like that. I've only got, got into theatre more recently. It's only in the last three years that I've that been doing plays. It's. it's Kind of for what comes along, yeah. It's for, and because it, people always they kind of say, oh, "What you know? What's next? You're going to focus on television." Like, I've never, never done that kind of conscientiously pursued a medium. It's always the the, the material. But, but don't you think as well? We um, it's changed a lot because I think there was obviously that perception, a very old school perception that you know real actors did theatre, didn't yeah. they? And then obviously everyone wants to be in films, and TV was kind of a bit oh looked yeah. down upon. And now with Netflix and Amazon it's Prime, completely changed. everything has changed. Absolutely. And I feel now TV is far more where it's at in terms of exciting scripts and budgets. It's and, like yeah. all, all the actors want that sort of like longer movie yeah. vibe. Because of you can get more series. into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's stability, right? You, it tends to be. I mean, I know some films can go on for a very long time yeah. shooting wise, but I guess you're shooting like a TV show six months of the year. It's quite nice to have that. Stability. I mean, I yeah, I I did I did a TV show where we were shooting in, in South Africa for seven months, and it was, I really did enjoy that, the kind of the Is that Hooten, the Hooten and the lady, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I really enjoyed that, the regularity of that, but kind of no, knowing how satisfying it was delivering this this huge show, and you you so much work went into it, and seeing all these, these amazing crew delivering on this thing, like, I did love that. You become such a family because you're you're with each other from about four thirty a.m. to about eight p.m. every day, having all your meals together, and it's just and then you're and in the meantime you're getting to travel around and like tell stories and pretend and dress up. It's great. It's not a bad way to make a living, it's, is it? Was, yeah, I really liked it. I def, I think those kind that that's kind of television is is new. That mm. and I just think that's what's appealing about it as well. We've got more, there's more content, there's bigger budgets in it now. It's not, there used to be a huge stigma if you became a TV actor, it was kind of where actors went to die. It's just mm. not the case. And you can, you can switch between... All of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it's hilarious because I watched um, <clears throat> some terrible, like, <laughs> Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor adaptation of their, their life the other week. And you forget back then, there was, you know, he was really, like, quite... Like, it was bizarre. He was so revered as a stage actor mm. that the idea he would then go and do Hollywood films, they was like, it was like Turn so coach. beneath him. And yeah, it was like, you really, know, really crass. And she, yeah. there's that incredible audio interview where she interrupts an interview of Richard Burton um, and defends him because the, the line of questioning from this journalist is so offensive, more or less saying that he's dumbing down by going to make Hollywood well, movies. What did she say? She goes, I really object to that. That's so, he is a great actor. And, and, and she, obviously, because she was. The opposite. She yeah. was a Hollywood movie star through and through from the age of what eleven. But, she, so, but, but again, she was such a wonderful actor. Who's I afraid mean, of Virginia Woolf for her performance? Yeah. That is incredible. It's just bizarre that people would have that kind of snobbery about it. I think it. people just they just, some people, people like were just bigger snobs back then. <laughs> That's true. Actually. Snobs, yeah. yeah, I mean they just were. Yeah. <laughs> they were though, weren't yeah, they? It's, true. it's actually difficult now, I think, to come across too many bona fide, absolutely it's crashing snobs. True. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's true. Yeah. I think so. Because I think when you do meet one in the wild, it's really quite startling because you just don't very often. You go, yeah, you often yeah. they might say something snobby, you know, waiting for the punchline, thinking it's a joke. And, oh, oh no, that was a serious Oh no, you're just a snob. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, great. Bye. Like, you know, people like Katie Hopkins trying to make a, an issue of whether who's got the most class out of Meghan yeah. Markle and Kate Middleton. That is the most was ironic... Is that a real conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most ironic thing I've ever heard. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> we're really digressing a lot today. I'm enjoying this, though. I know. We're forgetting that we're actually... Many a tangent. Well, let's get back yeah. on to okay. some of the tangents. We've got some topics to sort through today. Okay. Yeah. We're going to find this? out, Ophelia, if it's just you. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's do it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Is it just me who still rings my parents to ask them the most basic of things? Wow. Wow. No, no. <laughs> okay, good. I don't think it is. I don't do that, though. You don't? I think I frustrate my parents in that I've, I've, it's been a long time since... And I love my parents. And we chat every week there in Australia. But it's been a very long time since I genuinely sought their advice about anything. 
God, I... Isn't that... Ter- that feels like a terrible thing to admit, but I've always been... I think it's like an oldest child thing. Independent. Yeah. Sort of like left to my own devices. Blaze the trail for the other siblings. Also, you're a parent. Yourself yeah. now. And I've, yeah. I've always had this theory that you're never truly a grown-up until you actually have to be responsible for somebody else's That's, welfare. Yeah, so my that, feeling is, because yeah. I'm not parenting anyone, I'm still the big kid. So I'm with you, Ophelia. I'm still ringing my but, mum and dad to but, ask them to help me. I, where do what, I get this what, from? Or how expensive should this yeah, be? What, what <laughs> sort of stuff are you asking? I mean... I ask... I mean, it's... This is so nerdy. But I will ring my mum and say, Mum, is this, is this sentence grammatically correct? <laughs> And then she'll be like, mm, it is, but it does sound a bit confused. What are you trying to say? And we'll rearrange the syntax. This is just because I'm, it's for no reason. I'm not writing a book or an article. <laughs> I just have written something down in a text and read it back. Why does that look weird? That sounds strange. I mean, it's just really goofy. But me and my mum interrogate things like that. But I think that's really sweet. It's, I love it. I love yeah. that I can call her up and, and she'll know immediately, mm, it, do, it is correct, but it does sound wrong. Do Let's you, examine why. Do you talk to each other a lot anyway, though? Yeah, we yeah. do. So you're yeah. quite close. We've, I'm very close to it, yeah. yeah. So do you think it's more a case of you just have to mention what's going on in a sort of... Well, no, I will specifically. Sometimes I'll <laughs> copy and paste something. So how I've many times a day would you speak to your mum? Oh, I don't even know that I necessarily do. would speak to her every day. We'd definitely, we've got the family WhatsApp groups. There's a lot of stuff that oh, goes back good. and forth on that. And that's very advanced level parenting. We, do, we like that. We also my mum's discovered FaceTime, which I've discovered, discussed quite a bit on the, <laughs> on the podcast before, which is terrifying sometimes. Especially um, if it happens by accident. Well, my biggest issue is that she can always see how hungover I am because oh. you, you can't hide it. When you, when you, and you he's hungover a lot. You, you know, <laughs> my, my functioning alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's quite... A, I wish my mum and dad would embrace the WhatsApp because that's actually quite a cool thing to have. Because, you know, what yeah, do you do before I, I, WhatsApp? I can't imagine even beginning to try and explain that to my parents. They both, they both really like it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea, I think. Well, just... My, yeah, my mum's also... She's gone on Instagram, she loves it. She's like, and she's, oh, I like that post. And I'm like, this is... Actually, I don't know if I like that. But, no, I do... I mean, what else do I call her? But I could speak to her a lot, but I definitely do ask her advice. Or, or just... Or just um, just in you know, kind of choices, you kind of run by choices and you kind of already know what your decision is. And she actually almost hasn't said anything to you. She's just... Listen to you. Telling but you I, what you're telling I her. I think that's great, though. And I, maybe you're right, James. Maybe it is because I'm a parent, but I don't in any way, and I haven't for a long time, felt like that child. Do you know, I don't feel like I've got parents in that way. Which, I don't mean that to sound as cold as it, as it did when I said it out loud. <laughs> but I, I don't, no, I don't feel like, I, it just never occurs to me to want to be mothered in that way. And I don't really know why that is. Maybe I might have a little cry now. No, but maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe it is because, but, you know, you did move yeah. across the world at yeah. quite a young age. You've had to look after yourself. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, I, le- I left home really young. I mean, I, mean, I left I literally turned 18 because I'm in August and I went to university straight away. So I was and then that gone. Was you. And I, I've never gone home. <laughs> I mean, I've gone home, obviously. I've seen my parents. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but in a weird way, going back to the whole sort of topic, I think my mum and dad actually quite like it that I still ring them and ask them. Because yeah. I think it makes them feel like, oh, you know, my, my opinion is still valid, or, you know, you're still basically my. Because I think the worst thing is, as a parent, you can maybe attest to this, Joe, is you dread the day when your kid doesn't need you anymore, don't I you? Know. And yeah. they literally are so independent. So, in a weird way, you probably quite like having that slight bungee cord. It must be really hard. It's, if, you, if you are successful as a parent, your children become independent. Yeah. But then that, that's, you know. 
Well, that's what my parents great. have done. They've done so well, they don't need me. Brilliant. So that's, that's the sign of success. So you just think that it's nice to me so much self-restraint to kind of wait till they ask you how well, I, don't, I don't think it's just about it, it shouldn't necessarily be the only dynamic I mean I'm you know like chat to my parents every week about mm. what's going on and tell them stuff but I would never be like oh please help me with this because I feel like I'm also maybe it's because I'm so far away as well even when I have got problems and you know like medical scares or, or something like that I feel like I want to tell them about this when I've found out everything's fine yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be worry them freaking them out yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah. fair enough yeah. but I also think as well it's a, I think it's a sign that your parents are really good parents that they let you move as far away as you did. Like I've always said that because you know okay, I. But they didn't let me. They had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've honestly always had that dynamic. It's like, here's what I'm doing. I've never said, can I? Well, you know. It's, okay, I guess. Well, yeah. I remember. You know, I have friends from school, and it was not even an option for them to go to university further than twenty miles away. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, when I, you know, well, they, they I, thought I, my parents were in. But I, mean, I don't. Like I don't agree with that. Well, no, I don't. I mean, yeah. I think you know, you should. Like you said, you should basically build confident kids who then can take on the world. I mean, and, she's yeah. My mum. We weren't travelling and everything. We, we, my brother's off to Africa on Wednesday. We, we all went. I went to Uganda on my own when I was eighteen, and she's like. Well, you know, you're sensible. If you do anything stupid, be it upon your own head. If you do anything brilliantly, be it upon your own yeah. head. But when your daughter's called Ophelia Loverbond, <laughs> I mean, that basically comes with like an inbuilt cape. That's nothing. It's, it's all going to be good. Yeah, it's very handy. Yeah. yeah. What are your siblings' names? Letitia and Rupert. I mean, come See, on. It's so glamorous. It's a good trio, isn't it? Yeah. It's good, yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be funny if they were called like Brian and Tracy. Though. Yeah, <laughs> Brian well, and Ophelia. Really theatrical names. We're not remote. We like we lived on a housing estate on Hammer, in Hammersmith. Like we wasn't. I mean, we must have been. They must have thought, who are these people? I just think it's hilarious that I, I was born when I was a kid. When a teacher said Joanne at school, honest to God, twenty five girls went yes. It's like literally. I think it was the trendiest name. Yeah that my parents gave me in 1970. And then it was, by the time my sister was born in the 80s, her name was Brooke, because I think they'd just been watching loads of Dynasty and Knott's Landing. <laughs> so, and it's kind of like, that's how their Knots names Landing. evolved. Oh but yeah, she was, she was trying for the Ophelia level of glamour with Brooke, but yeah. it didn't quite work. Brooke, I think that is quite glamorous. It was, Brooke. it's very 80s though. Yeah. yeah. But names come and go. They go. But whereas I think I think Ophelia is quite timeless, isn't it? Do you meet lots of little Ophelias? I've I've met one, and she was ten days old. Um, oh. oh, I did have a successful campaign, and and I was uh, there was um, a makeup artist doing my makeup for Mister Sloan, and she was heavily pregnant. And every single day, I would write my own name slash Ophelio in case it was a boy, <laughs> and stick the post its on her station every single day for about two months. And then finally, after we finished filming, I got a picture, a message from her, and she's like, "Welcome to the world, baby Ophelia." I was like, oh. "Yes, oh. succeeded." She, this is like, I mean, she's well, the, it's it's a lovely name for a boy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's fine. That, he'll he'll deal with it. He'll deal with it. That tenacity yeah. that paid yeah. off. So I guess in summary, yes, I think it's totally fine. Of course Thanks. it is. But, you know, but also, if you are a strong, independent person that doesn't need to do it, that's fine too. You so basically, we're, we're fence sitting on this as one. As long yeah. as you're not like one of my relatives who I can't be too specific about, who <laughs> once didn't go to their first day at their new job because they couldn't find a parking space and came home crying to their parent. Oh. 
So you don't want to be that level. That's yeah, something yeah, else. that level of dependency. Yeah. That's a distant relative, by the way. Distant. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> very seriously connected to me. But I don't send hate emails to our lovely email address. It's uh, is it just me podcast at gmail uh, But do send us emails uh, suggesting some topics and um, some guests you might like to see on the show. You can send hate. I'm in the mood. No, bring it. I'll send some hate. Bring then. it. This one, guys, James Williams, Ophelia Loverbond, might make you at least laugh, James. Is it just me who is comfortable with silence? You'd never know it, would you? No, listening to not this. to this show. <laughs> but, yeah, it's quite ironic. Well, I think I'm more uncomfortable when people can't handle moments of silence. Yes, exactly. There's nothing worse than somebody who just fills the air for no reason. Like, well, again, I'm sensing the irony as I yeah, talk on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I'm filling the air with no reason on it, but you know, do you know what I mean? Like that because sort of... it's it's smacks of discomfort. That's yeah, why. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's actually there. A character in the play, the the mother, she does that. She talks incessantly when she's nervous about something. She can't just sit in the moment and and allow the feelings to be felt. It's just if she keeps talking, the noise will push the feelings away. Yeah. And it's and, and and it's exactly that. And, and I think that that's what most people do. I, and I just yeah. think, well, I'm not. I, I think it's fine to just feel something and be silent for a while. I mean, I can't... I'm a bit strange about it, though. Like, I, I can pick my sense of hearing really strong. So if I'm on the if I'm on the tube and someone's listening to something really, really, really loud down the end, I kind of think, really, is that... I mean, maybe it's me. Maybe I should walk around with earplugs. I'm trying to read my... But maybe, it's, maybe I'm being too annoying. But do you mean people listening to music on the tube? Yeah, loudly? yeah. But, as in through their headphones, it's so loud. Yeah, and you kind of look at them and think, your ears... Please look yeah. after them. No, I don't understand those people. There's something wrong with them. That, that's, but maybe that's just because I like it to be nice and... Quiet. No, but I do think that's, that's really annoying. <laughs> it's also... But I can, I can tune pretty much everybody else out on a train journey. As long as no one wants to talk to me. Is that I, I have a lot of car... You're probably the same. You probably get driven to various places and locations. Yeah. And it's those long car trips and the driver <laughs> wants to talk to you for sometimes an hour, an hour and a half. And that might be your only time to collect your thoughts yeah. or to concentrate on what you're going to do for the day or just Sleep. not have to talk to anybody. <laughs> you feel really rude when you, you do. Kind of and I never, oh, I, I, I have a friend who will say, I'm very sorry, but I just don't want to talk today. Oh God, I just couldn't and say I, that. And I, I, couldn't. I so admire the balls of that, but I can't do it. So I, would I, feel I sit so there. rude because yeah. everything I've been stuck in my car all day. I quite like a chat. Actually, it's partly why I do this job. You can think, oh, but I don't. I know. Yeah. I don't want to. But I think there's a difference, isn't there, between silence with people you because I, I mean I'll be honest if I just met you and you, you gave me the very silent treatment I'd be like oh, that, she, yeah. she doesn't like me she doesn't have a very, she's not very friendly yeah you know I don't know you to be to be comfortable in silence I would yeah. say the ultimate sign of true friendship is comfortable in silence yeah it's when you know you haven't got a bother with small talk you haven't even got to fill that any is air lovely. you can just sit there and just veg and yeah. not say anything or, or enjoy the just in each other's company but without having to incessantly talk I had one of the nicest moments on a holiday actually was with a friend it's just the two of us went away and we'd we'd been out the night before kind of maybe a bit a bit worse for wear the next day <laughs> and we just sat on this balcony kind of a Juliet balcony with a glass of wine in hand and just looked and this sounds it was incredibly romantic <laughs> watched the sunset and we were in silence probably for know a couple of hours just sitting there just enjoy just and I'm kind of turned to you going god this was really lovely but it was genuinely there's very few people I could do that with yeah. and it was genuinely we were enjoying each other's company but just 
being there witnessing it. We didn't need to kind of give updates or, or send each other hilarious messages while we were doing it. Or just, you know how people text each other and sit next to each other? Yeah. That's <laughs> how, how would you have handled this, you two? I, years ago, I went for a really major job interview and I had to go meet the big boss of this company. And the advice I'd got was, he doesn't talk much. Don't, don't be tempted to fill every silence. And when that dynamic, that was so difficult well, because there would be hard. like 30, 40 seconds sometimes between me answering and this person then asking me another question and, and the urge to just think, oh, I haven't said enough, I better say something else. But I, but I remembered this advice and it was excruciating. Well, how is that an interview if he's not asking you anything? <laughs> but he was, but just sort of like taking time, his introverted time to okay. think between... He's like, you know, don't pick, but so, I can't remember who it was. Somebody gave me the brilliant advice. I said, don't let that make you nervous. But it that's was. That's great advice. But, that's but that, that was a, felt like a real test of metal. For as much as some, I'm someone who loves being comfortable in silence with really good friends and family, I am terrible for feeling that need to fill awkward silences. And I kind of envy people that are just cool enough to just sort of say yeah, one I, word and just go I'm and, and look at you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the person, I turn into like a court jester. Yeah. And I just start literally like, and then I, and then people must think, who is that idiot? And Aww. why is he acting in that way? And it, also it's not, it's not the real me, you know, but it's you feel this compulsion thing. to like fill the air because no one else is saying anything. Yeah. And I, I felt that. And that's really hard. You yeah. just, I think it's control freaks. Hi James. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who take on that responsibility. Yeah. Of, Whereas I've, I've really yeah. tried the last few years to try to not be that person and actually, you know, especially if it's more than one of you, it's not just you one-on-one. On one. If it's mm. a group of you, why are you the one that's doing all the work? And like I said, it, it basically talking a lot of inane practice. I don't think I... No, I don't think I do do that. I think always... Always on sets, because obviously I've done it since I was so little, I'm very used to the big gaps in between, so I always have a book. Mm. So I just... And... and I just, it only occurred to me quite late, and I thought, well, I hope that doesn't strike anyone as rude, but as soon as it's, you know, they're setting up, or I just go and pick up my book again. I don't go and sit and gossip and sit with everyone. I just continue, because I think, well, this is, this, we're doing this for months and months and months. There's yeah. loads of reading I could get done that time. Or similarly, you know, I remember doing a film and someone said to me, the director doesn't say anything, so if he doesn't, you don't expect him to give you any feedback. That's not an indication of his dislike. It's there's no problem but again you kind of think oh no I'm fine with that but they obviously anticipated me thinking I need him to give me a response mm. I need to know so no I'm quite but that, that says me. everything that we've been saying there's like people are so everybody's naturally assumes that silence is a bad thing mm. Mm. It, it, and it's not no. I, yeah. no, I, th- I, I think it's great also we are surrounded by so much noise now aren't we with social media and just walking around I mean life mm. is life is just hectic and noisy so I think any chance you can get to grab a bit of quiet time I mean you know, and I, I say that to somebody who's always got headphones in. So I, you know, should probably try and embrace not to do that so but, much. And how do you feel about this? I don't want to bang on forever about this, Tommy, but there's so much around this. It's, but like, I feel, my husband and I, much like you and your friend at that, on your holiday, are really, really happy very comfortable mm. in each other's silence. But when you're out at dinner or something, I'm always paranoid that people are thinking, oh, oh look, it's that couple who've oh. run out of things to say to each other. So then I, I go the other way, and it, like if he says something vaguely funny, I'm, ah, ha, 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 ha. look, everybody, we're, we're happy. We're old, and we've got still so many interesting things to say to each other. But, yeah. So I get really self-conscious about 
what other people are thinking about that. Just don't eat, crazy, don't right? Don't eat out, Joe. Yeah, just don't eat out. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know you mean. Because nobody wants yeah. to be that couple in the yeah. restaurant, and do you? you, you and don't. you do spot them. That's you spot a silent couple and more you than think, one. That's oh, chatting. we're never going to yeah. be like that, darling. When you're younger, you do. You can yeah. wear. Oh God, look at those. Oh God, they've got so middle-aged and sad. <laughs> and so that's what I'm always thinking that people might be thinking yeah. if there's ever a moment where Ross and I aren't animatedly sort of like chatting away, throwing your heads back and laughing. Yeah, I hope you can see the difference. Not that anyone's business, but I hope you can see the difference. Yeah. Between kind of a stony silence. People are comfortable in silence. Well, then yeah, yeah I mean, just yeah. around home, I'll start sort of like fondling him under the table with my leg or something, so people know it's still going on. But in silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, this week, then, Joelvin, Ophelia, lover bond. Uh, is it just me who has zero poker face? Uh, and when I say that, I mean somebody who basically pretty much wears all of my emotions, thoughts, deepest desires <laughs> on my face pretty much all of the time. Uh, yeah, um, I've got a good poker Well, you should, really. Yeah. You, you would mean, be a terrible you, you actress. Need one, but there you? is a difference between acting and, and lying. Like, when it's with someone... Because people is always... There? Yeah! It's just, it's just elaborate lying, isn't it? It's Your just, job? It's just lying with different clothes on. <laughs> it is... I mean, it is... I'm very good at surprises. I love getting surprises, but um. the people around me tend to not like them as much. But I love the kind of the skullduggery of arranging something and kind of tricking them. I mean, not, you know, my mum for my mum's birthday, she didn't think anything was going on and we'd arranged a trip to Venice and she didn't know about oh the booking. Goodness. I'd done everything and she, I like, yeah, I have a very good poker face. But are you ever worried in that situation of really pissing off the person with, you know, they had other plans or... <laughs> yeah. Um, how my, husband, <laughs> my husband would be terrified to plan me a surprise party because if you just, you get me on the wrong day... See, I think, a su- See, I, I, think yeah. I think a surprise party is a genuine shock, though. Whereas I think a surprise holiday is actually... That, that's a nice surprise. I mean, I say this. I was that twat that basically thought, yeah, you'll never get one over me. Yeah, everyone oh, always really? knows surprise parties are happening. You know, there's so many glaring obvious signals. <clears throat> and I remember I was at work and all people were saying, what are we doing for your birthday? I was going, oh, blah, blah, nothing. And then my, a guy at work said to me, oh, yeah, I'm going home for my surprise, in air quotation marks, birthday party. And I went into one in front of all my work colleagues going, oh, I need oh, so great. embarrassing. Everyone always knows when they're having a, birth, a surprise birthday party. He's like, yeah, yeah, my wife's so bad at keeping these things a secret, la, la, la. Anyway, I then go and leave work. I go out for, to dinner with a friend and then I come back to our house to get changed to go out that night. And I literally walk in and my house is full of people, including all oh, the people at work. Oh, that is and, they, and, they, and, and they go, you are an idiot. They all <laughs> saw you. They pulled the ball over your eyes. But it was a genuine shock. And for about an hour, I couldn't really was it, relax. Did you, did you not was, like it? Was it, was it a horrible shock? Well, no, shock? I was really like, taken aback and really chuffed. But it was just the actual shock. It took a while for the, that to wear off. But and then I ended up having a really good... Yeah, you just felt like such an idiot. Because I got into one about this whole, like, you know... Dialogue about, yeah, people always know. So could you, okay, so if someone, if, if someone was talking about, say something they really wanted as a present and, you, and you'd got it for them. Yeah. But as a surprise, you'd give it away. Oh, no, no, no that's a nice, that, 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 that's not a but shock. that's a good poker face that's then. A, yeah, oh, no, poker, oh, you're right, but poker faces are, are a good thing, I think. I yeah. mean, uh, my poker face gets me in trouble because, like I said, if somebody asks me, what do you think of my new boyfriend? Or what oh. does this outfit look like? I literally oh. don't even need to say anything. And they're like, oh, I'll take it back then. Or <laughs> I'll dump him then. You know? I mean, literally, it's that bad. Um, yeah, and, and it's really annoying. Because, I, I, you know, I wish I wasn't like that. Because... <laughs> there's, there's, there's ways around that. My, there's, yeah, my friend says... This is quite mean. But if, you know, you've seen a play... 
and you and you didn't really enjoy it and they come out and they go so what did you think you're gonna go good is not the word uh, <laughs> and you've a, not lied that's a good one because i said there was a there was a designer um in a fashion capital who everybody sort of like had that situation with and i always used to say just go in and go You've done it again. <laughs> that was always my favourite. You've done it again. Maybe a bit of an applause. Yeah. That sort of a thing. Done. I always find So you've got a good poker face. Well, I, I sometimes think so, but then there were, I did... Um, a former colleague of James and mine from Glamour once told me that everybody in the office could tell, literally by just by the way I walked into the room, whether or not I had a good mood or not. <laughs> And I was oh. like completely freaked out by that, that it had obviously been discussed. <laughs> oh my in God, that I way. wonder what it is. But I don't know if, if that person was even right about that or not, but there was apparently um, just the way I walked in in the morning would tell people. Do you have any comment on that, James Williams? Well, <laughs> to be honest, I, I think it may have been the wedge heels. <laughs> but they made a lot more noise. I mean, once you gave those up, I didn't yeah, know yeah, you'd yeah. notice anywhere near as much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's well, I guess body language is very important, isn't it? Yeah. And body language, and, but yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I've got some friends who are, I always think, God, you must just have a much nicer heart than me because they just don't, Aww. they can just not show it on their face. Whereas I'm going to be like, even if I don't want to do something, if, you, if somebody suggested doing something, I'm like, <laughs> you know what, you've just seen it. That's yeah. my face in yeah. action. It's, I'm it's, like, really, it's really? when you can actually feel your, your face colouring up yeah. in a way that you know. And you're trying to control something. it. And yeah. you can't you think it's happening. Yeah. But it's in happening. a weird way, I guess, I'm, I'm, you know where you stand with the lack of poker face, I suppose. People, but then no... that's, that's trying to strike a balance between, you know, because my mum was always really good growing up. She, if I tried something on and she really didn't think it looked very good, she would say, but in a very lovely way. Yeah. But then that meant that I trusted her when she said she did like something. I, True. I yeah. believed it. So yeah. it, she somehow managed to do that without me thinking that my flower power flares weren't a good <laughs> idea. They were a great idea. She of course was they were. They were a great idea. Yeah. I wish I still had them. Look, that's the thing. We, we've talked a bit before about, you know, sometimes honesty isn't always the best policy. It can be quite crushing. And also, mm. some people now tend to, well, I'm just being honest. You're well, not. You're, you're being blunt. You're also being a bitch. Yeah, or you're being quite insensitive. Or you're trampling all of my feelings. No, so, I don't like the just being honest brigade. No, we've talked about those <laughs> a lot. Because you know, they just feel like they're well, doing... They're, they're, it's a brigade. Yeah. I'm sure there's an emblem. Yeah, they probably... <laughs> a, a banner. What's the collective yeah. term? And they feel now, they're doing yeah. you a favour as well. When they're I'm just being honest with you. And when they proudly sort of go, I just call it like I see it. I just tell it like it is. There's a difference. There's a big difference between being mean and being honest. Well, I guess I'm worried that my lack of poker face is putting me in with those twats. No, they're different. They're that's a different parade of people, definitely. No, you're not a hurtful person. Okay, just my, just my hurtful lack of poker face. But, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's a tricky one. But it also means I can never be a gambler. So, I mean, that's one vice I will never have. Or an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that is a strange thing when, when there's a few, quite a few moments in this play where there are kind of big reveals and my character is the one who's in the dark. So it is quite strange. Sometimes you do have this kind of outer body moment, kind of think, I wonder. I wonder if I do look surprised because obviously I've done this like. Do you do that, now. Joey Tribbiani doing a math problem <laughs> in his head? That sort of that, that sort of like. Joey Tribbiani's acting school skills are very helpful. <laughs> You're doing the great yeah. long division there. Yeah. You know. Forget Lee Strasberg. It's all yeah. about Joey Tribbiani. He, yeah. I mean, I bet a lot of people go there. But you do. <laughs> well, the smell, smell the farts. I mean, that's another classic with Joey yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Do you love the, the fact that everyone will know what we're talking about? That's so prolific. His his. That scene it's iconic. Yeah, it really is. I Everyone know that word gets it. bandied around a lot, but yeah. 
you know. In fact, I'm going to a pub quiz next week, which is all friends themed. In fact, it's, in fact, it's Ryan Hattrick, who you know. You should have had me. Irish Ryan, friend of William Banks Blaney. Oh yeah. Yes, he's hosting a pub quiz. It's all friends trivia. He did. He did a pub quiz. Yeah, for William's birthday. Ironically, yes. Was, for our birthday. It was Ironically, cute. my friends did not invite me to this friends pub quiz. <laughs> Oh, know, wow. That's, that's fine. No poker face here. You're always no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it goes without saying. Um, oh, anyway, yes, yeah, sideline. But, um, well, I think that <laughs> draws a nice line. Under yeah, that. yeah, I was invited. Um, I don't know what the answer is. but yeah. My poker face is in full effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ophelia, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, you know, what we accomplished, but we had a jolly good time with you while we did it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I get told that a lot. Yeah. No, 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 it's not don't, about don't, you, don't it's don't about what me. Accomplished. And there yeah. wasn't an awkward silence, which is always good on a podcast. No, there were comfortable ones. Com- very comfortable yeah. ones. Well, we're just going to all sit here now, I aren't know. we? Yeah. And just <laughs> not say anything. Yeah. Yeah, just stare at each other. You can uh, hang around for that if you like. <laughs> or you can, you know... Oh, God, please don't. Get on with something more relevant in your day. We, yeah. we, we don't mind. Go we're comfortable with you in our silence. Embrace the silence, people, because yeah. uh, you're about to encounter one, because we're at the end of another show. But thank Aww. you, Ophelia, for joining us. Thanks. Uh, and good luck with the, well, whatever else you've got coming up. Are you having some time off after the play? No, just see what happens. Just, I mean, there seems to be lots more interesting um, roles now for women coming around. So Absolutely. that's quite exciting. If well. you get a spare day, take me vintage shopping. I just think oh, okay. your, your vintage game is strong. Mine, mine is not. Oh god, so, I've got yeah. So, yeah, I love. I mean, you've got to be ha- you've got to be happy to get out a needle and thread though, because they never fit. Oh, really right, okay. <laughs> pass, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that yeah. destroyed that dream really quickly. Sorry, uh, we'll have to think of something else. To do. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that busy shopping on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks, Ophelia. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.